0: all right we are live uh welcome everybody thanks for watching i am kiera warren with yes study abroad i started Yes Study abroad to encourage and equip minority students to study abroad and to help them become global citizens and today i am interviewing Columbia, who uh, has studied abroad before and is actually getting ready to study abroad next week so she has um some great stories to share with us, and I'm just excited to have her. Hey, Columbia. Hello. Okay. So um, when Amber told me your name was Columbia, I was like, oh, wow. It, like, do you think that your name um, just kind of predestined you to love travel?
1: Um, A little bit because I hear it so much. People are like, oh, are you from
0: there? <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm going to go there one day, so it's okay. <laughs> it's on your list mm-hmm okay so tell me where you just well where you started, studied abroad previously i went to ecuador specifically Quito.
1: Um, okay. We went a little bit around it but um we mostly focused on staying in Quito.
0: okay what were you studying
1: um we focused on education and diversity and sort of how it's different um in the u.s versus how it is there um it was like their curriculum and the classrooms the environments the community culturally Um, and, like, just basic things in that
0: community. Yeah. Oh. So uh, I take it that you're studying education, and that's what you're getting your degree in, and so you want to be a teacher, or kind of what's your path? Um, Well, as of now, I just, um,
1: in January, I decided to do um, Peace Corps. So I am going to Peace Corps Lesotho
0: in September. You are on the ball. Like, you don't stop, huh?
1: I love to travel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so cool. So that is a good point that you have gone abroad before, and you're like constant, like you've created a lifestyle of this. How have your parents kind of taken that? Like, I know a lot of people, parent, a lot of people have parents that are like, "Oh, I don't want my baby going over there." Have y'all seen Taken and all this kind of stuff? <laughs> how, how how have your parents taken it? um well I guess my family like the first time of course
1: they were like oh my god no like or they were like okay do it to experience it uh-huh. but um, just see like if you like it and you know travel see the way my family wants me to see the world but when they um, see me want to do it like for two years for Peace Corps they're a little bit more skeptical they're like uh, we don't want you to but they know that's sort of what I want to do and they know I'm not gonna do like anything stupid so they know I've checked on the places that I'm going to and I'm a responsible person when it comes to most things. So, of course, when I travel, I check on everything.
0: Yeah. So they're
1: like, oh, okay, we trust that you're going to be okay. But we're going to check up on you, like, every other
0: day. So it don't really matter. <laughs> right. So you basically had to do your due diligence and, like, yes. study up on the places and kind of convince them that you were mature enough to be, you know, doing all this. hmm That's a good point. A lot of convincing. <laughs> right. So... um I think you're unique because most people don't go on more than one study abroad program and like even me I went on one in undergrad and then I went on another one in grad school so it was like a separation in between there almost and so I'm wondering I'm curious as to how you funded your trips like how have you been able to pay for it
1: um well since I knew that I wanted to ahead of time and I honestly would have went probably more than just these two times that I will go while I'm in college Um, but my program got pushed back, so how I prepared for it, I just sort of knew I was going, so I sort of, I saved up, I worked, and I did a lot of scholarships, like, I really don't care what kind of scholarship it is, I applied for it, (laughs) and if I got a refund, I used all of my, every semester, I put my refund away for my apartment, and the rest is for study abroad, so I pretty much use whatever I have to study abroad.
0: That is so mature of you. Like, I wish somebody had told me that when I was in college. Because I, when I say I was balling out of control every time I got a refund check, every single time. And had I done that, you know, maybe I would have been able to cover the costs a little bit easier. So um, I think that's a good point. I always tell people that, you know, it's three ways to come up with money. And that scholarships being the number one working and grinding whether you have a side hustle or your job pays you enough to put away money for that and um, the last thing is uh, Saving and asking for donations. So um, I think you know, you're pretty spot-on with how you're doing it It's kind of it's it's foolproof if you you know are going at it 100% so Okay, so um you say you're doing uh, Peace Corps for two years. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Um, so, I don't know if you know about Peace Corps, but it's a um, government agency, and what I'll be doing is just service to another country that needs it. Uh-huh. So, my job during Peace Corps in Lesotho will be to um, teach English to, um, I don't know specifically where yet or what I, like what age range. Uh-huh. i hoping for younger, but, I mean, adults need to learn English too. So, whoever, what? I guess that's who I'll be teaching, but um, I'll be there just uh, learning the first three months. 27 months to be exact in the first three months are um, training so I'll be like training about learning about the culture I'll have to learn the language then um, the language they speak which is this Um, and I have to learn about the culture like the people I have to know what they eat I have to know how to survive safety tactics Um, just knowing how to be safe in that environment and knowing what the people are like so I know how to be safe in that environment um how I'll be traveling how to barter or whatever I have to do just to live like everyone else um we get we don't get paid per se which is what a lot of turns a lot of people off but you're they pay for all of your expenses so they give you money they give you like a stipend every month so you can live there because you have to be able to live and they make you they give you enough money for you to live like the people live and honestly they say it's really more than what the people get um because they have to know that we're from them america some of us are pr- more privileged than others and we have that's a big jack a big change for us so they supply that for us um they give us safe houses all of our houses are um they have to be boarded like with railing we have our bathrooms our own private rooms so and we have to it's sort of just like a safety thing i think um and then for that first year they say that it's really to get to know the people because people won't want to get information from you if they don't Trust you. So the first like year is to build relationships, and the second year is to like do projects, like extra projects outside of your main thing, which is what like I'll be teaching. But I could do like a um, a girls' camp in the summer for like volleyball or soccer or another a writing class, like whatever I decide to do. But it's just something that will help the um, community that I'm in. Whatever I feel like is best for that community, and that's what I'll be doing for pretty much the entire time.
0: Nice. So how do you, so I know like, yes, being abroad has kind of prepared you So, you know how to live in another place, but what soft skills do you think you gain gained from studying abroad that will better prepare you for uh, being away for two years? Okay. Can you define soft skills? <laughs> so soft skills are like, um, they're like communication, um, people, uh, human relations, now, things like that that, you know, you can't necessarily pinpoint it to one specific role, but it's something that you need to be successful. So like so like I said, communication, leadership, relationship building, those type of things.
1: Um, I think communication is the biggest for me, especially since that's something that is like the most going to be one of the most important things that I'll need. Um, even though, of course, I won't be able to speak the language and I don't speak, like I didn't speak Spanish in Ecuador, but I was able to use like the little things that I knew or (laughs) things that I knew and, um, just like hand gestures, sort of being conscious of what they said and what they didn't say to, um, go about like everything that I did. And I'm going to have to do the same thing there. And, um. My line sister said adaptability so which is true i i do adapt really well so i mean i never really thought of that as a, a skill but i guess i guess it can be a skill like i'm pretty flexible as well like we did we had a lot of ups and downs and different changes mm-hmm. like during our um our study abroad so we were we had like set things that we we're supposed to do but our like tour guide took us like on a hike definitely <laughs> not like you know athletic at all right now because i ain't worked out in like 10 years but <laughs> i i did it and i was like hey whatever it was a great experience but <laughs> go away. but um but i um feel like especially when i get there i'll be like okay since i could do
0: that here i can definitely do it here because i've already had the experience exactly exactly and that's, and that's the that's beauty of your transfer So if your skill is is that you're really good in um, SQL or some, like, high-tech situation, you can't take that from every job that you go to. Like, some Mm -hmm. jobs don't require that. But every job needs you to be flexible. Every job needs you to be adaptable. You know, every job needs needs you to be a leader of some sort. So uh, that's really nice. Okay. Okay. Okay, I got another question for you. Tell me something unique about your experience or a valuable lesson that you learned while you were abroad. Um,
1: I think it. okay, so the group that I went with was very diverse, which in Ecuador is not. It's mostly Ecuadorian people. So the group I went with, I was the only African American female. We had a asian female and three white females and a white male and so the whole dynamic of going there was of course different for us but we realized like we got looked at really really weird Uh so it was it was interesting to see how we got looked at because i guess from being from such a diverse being around such diverse people Like getting there, we were like, okay. And at one point, which I did not know going there was that a lot of Ecuadorian people are very racist. Mm. And so at a point we had people look at us really weird, especially me and the, um, my Asian professor, because they were like, uh, she's Asian. Something's wrong with her. Like they were really discriminatory towards her. And then I got like a lot of dirty looks at some points, but then at the same time, some people of course knew we were tourists, so they were very friendly. So we didn't have the issue a lot, but I noticed it there and I was like, okay, now I have I have to be aware of that and realize that everybody doesn't everybody's not from America, everybody hasn't had those diverse experiences. And even in America we do have those issues. But being a different place, I expected everybody to be like, Oh, they're tourists, whatever, we're not gonna feel any type of way, but they did. And we saw even in the local people that were African-American, there were very few. I could count them like on my fingers, (laughs) but I could be like, okay. And they even, they were a little biased towards like me and like my Asian teacher.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. So did that open up the floor for conversations with like you and your classmates about, you know, how, how different that was and, you know, compared to being in the United States, like did y'all have any kind of reflection moment or anything like that? Uh we yeah, we definitely talked about it. Um because at, at one
1: point, um my Asian teacher wanted something from one of our we went to a restaurant and she asked the server for like just something. It was like a pizza place for like some some type of like pepper or something. And he didn't respond to her at all. It didn't matter what she said. She just didn't respond to her. And so of course she came back and was like, we were like, what's going on? You know, she said like, he just didn't respond. He wasn't friendly to her at all. And then we sort of talked about like how, how racism works in like that country, how bold he was to act that way. Versus even like here, even if you don't like someone, you might talk about them behind their back, but you're not going to do it in that professional setting. Right. So. Yeah,
0: that is different. That's interesting. So I don't like to uh, damper it too much. Studying abroad is a real life experience and you're going to have those real life situations. But, you know, there is like some greatness in it and it's beauty and it's fun and everything. So what is the, I guess, what's the most memorable, memorable thing about your trip or the most exciting or fun thing that you did? Um, I mentioned it before, but, like, the hike was
1: very uh, memorable for me. Of course, because it was something I don't do ever. But it was um, very popular there because I noticed when I got there that I – to me, going through, like, um, lines to go places, I felt like I was fat because everybody was so small. Um, All Even just railings to go into attractions were so small. You could tell, like, because the people were smaller. Um, I – we, um, it was like traditional. Like there were so many people going up and down this hiking trail. There was, It was beautiful because there was like waterfalls. We went to see different waterfalls. We got to go through all this, um, like the Amazon forest, through the mountains. And it was just absolutely beautiful. But I was like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. And all these people look so healthy. And I got to look like they look because I don't want to look like a lazy American. So I tried, But I can tell like, oh, my God, like I'm so tired.
0: right <laughs> <laughs> I bet you got some good sleep that night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so very last question, what suggestions or advice do you have for students who think they want to study abroad but are unsure or just think it's too much? What's your advice for them?
1: Um, I think um it would be to literally just do it because I mean, you don't have to go for 2 years to study abroad. You can go for a week because my study abroad has been really short. Just to have that experience because it's probably going to be the cheapest traveling you're going to do because you can definitely get scholarships and work a l- just a little bit for it. Get a, Like I mostly get scholarships, so I work hard for my scholarships, so I don't have to do too much work. But it's not a lot, and it's going to be the cheapest traveling you're going to get. And you can get rid of your classes. You can get really close with your professors. Like I still talk to them now. I went to lunch with one the other day, and it's just a great resume builder. So why not do it
0: when it has so many benefits to it? i agree i agree so much oh so i said last question but i wanted to circle back to your uh, scholarships you mentioned that you apply for a whole bunch what are some resources that students can look at for applying for scholarships
1: um the first place that i tell everybody is look at your school because they generally have a scholarship if you just look for it go to their website go to your uh we have a center for international education if you have something close to that you can go there because they will help you and also, um, like our center for international education has like flyers for it to help you out. They have posters of like what websites to go to, or just look it up on Google because I will Google anything. And just like scholarships for study abroad, there are a million out there, and they will pop up. There's lists that will pop up to show you where to go to. So all you gotta do is literally go there and get it done.
0: Take a day and just do it all day. Like that's what I did. All right. Well, that's great advice. Well, thank you so much, Columbia, for speaking with me. Um, I hope you have a great time on your trip next, leaving next week, right? It's Thursday to Oxford. All right. we'll have fun, and I would love to get an update from you, so um, you'll probably see an email from me. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.